Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? All right, welcome to another episode of What is the Point? And of course, Will. Wow, you drew that S out. (laughs) Will. (laughs) Good morning or good evening. Or good afternoon. Good afternoon. Come on. Yes. I missed that. And of course, Heather. (laughs) What's up, guys? Strong confidence you got going on here. I'm a real uh, cool whip kind of guy this morning. No. Whip. I hope just you're listening quit. to this not in your headphones. <laughs> yeah, that's, I hope I you just, don't have your AirPods in. Sorry. Turn it down. <laughs> sorry. Whip. No. <laughs> well, today, uh, wow. we are back in the stew. You're so different. We, you're so different. He turns uh, into a completely different person when he hits record. So different. You're standing out, man. I, don't, don't be like me and Heather. Just <laughs> run in your own lane. Can't help it. I cannot help it. But today, uh, I'm honored because we have a little... Uh, we have a little uh, request. If request, you will. yes, that's where I was going to go with that. Uh, somebody asked us to talk about a specific topic. One of the things they mentioned uh, in conversation was just that, "Hey, I-, I feel like I don't fit into the normal Christian cliche." And what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be me, or am I supposed to fit in? And I think that there's room on the table for both, right? Oh, yeah, I know. Really? And 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 some would, some might disagree. Okay, um, we might disagree. Ah, <laughs> uh, stupid. I'm gonna let okay. you know right now. I don't. Uh, <laughs> whatever Heather picks, I'm disagreeing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, was, yeah, I but, just want to be opposite. <laughs> but no, really, uh, I think that there's always something in each one of our minds, especially when we are following Christ, that we feel like disqualifies us from whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't match the mold. Our family history is different. Uh, my mental health doesn't look like everybody else's. Um, you know, I don't have the same skills, talents, passions that other people have. I have my own, and there isn't a... I guess you'd say a huge lane in the church for that. Now, obviously, it's the church's opportunity and responsibility to be able to cultivate that and run with that and uh, grow that and use that in a unique way. But that's not always the case. So uh, the question is, do you just fit in uh, or do you continue to be you and how do you do that? So one of the questions I got is, uh, just for you guys, is it easier to stand out or just learn how to fit in? What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I would say that it depends on the person and the situation. I mean, I think there are some situations where it's more natural for me to just kind of fit in and fall in line. Um, And then others where it does feel more natural for me to like, quote unquote, stand out. Um, And I do think that it is kind of whatever feels like the most true for you. And, you know, certainly there are settings and seasons where it definitely makes the most sense for you to just fit in and kind of learn and grow. Um, But I I do think that um, the conversation kind of changes when it's like, I do have value to add here, but because it doesn't look like the conventional way to add value, 
Um, and, and we do this a lot as specifically as Christ followers. Right. Um, and it's, you know, it's like my story looks different and while, yeah, it could probably impact people. I don't know. I don't really, I'm just not going to share it. Um, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but that's kind of, um, like who's the hero of your story type thing, um, Mm. that I have just, especially early, you know, in my, um, faith journey definitely fell into that a lot, but, um, yeah, I say it just kind of depends on the person in the situation. And I'm, I'm with you, John, that I, I think it's kind of good to be both at, at different times in our life. Yeah. Uh, for me, it is a hundred percent to fit in. Like it is so much easier to fit in because mm-hmm. it, like we talked about it here before it's default or design. Mm-hmm. And so to just kind of go with the flow to, um, just not even think about it to whether that is your, actions, your standards, your thoughts, um, whatever that is, um, it's, it's easier to just, I'm just going to fit in. I'm just going to not think about, or, you know, just kind of coast through life. Um, and when I just look back on my life and the times that I've done that, um, it's, it's never, it's never led anywhere. It's never led to, uh, anything of substance um, mm. when I'm just trying to fit in the times where I've, you know, gone against the grain uh, in, a, in a proper way. I'm not saying just to be different, just to be different. Like, please, like, uh, hopefully we talk about like just being weird. Like, mm-hmm. just don't be weird when you do this, but <laughs> sorry, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's also okay to be weird. <laughs> you can be weird, but just don't be weird. You know what I mean? Just yeah. don't be hurtful. There's yeah. a so, fine line. Yeah. So, but yeah, when, you, when you're standing out and going to chase something and living by, uh, living Living a designed life uh, is when it's been more rewarding for me. So, yeah, I don't know. I think just going with the flow is just it's easier and doesn't lead really anywhere. Yeah. There's room on the table for both. I want to hear this. Absolutely. Well, you know, and and I'm going to line here, right, because there's groupthink bias of we're wired to conform. It's just we are. Your brain would rather not deal with conflict or debate. Mm -hmm. Like even if you like that type of stuff, if you're tired, if you're worn down, if you, you just agree, you conform. Right, it's kind of what I do. I would prefer to lounge in the comfort of my self likeness, which is why a lot of times we naturally develop friends that are like us. Which is why when we pick a church, we're like, "This reminds me of something I've been to before," or a lot of the people are like me. Like that's a pretty common thing because it takes more work when people aren't like you. Uh, you know, it takes more work when not everybody's doing the same thing. So that is kind of a groupthink bias uh, sort, but there's also there's also another side to that, why it's easier to just fit in because no matter what you do, if you don't fit in, people will ridicule you in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, you're not fitting the mold. You are going to be different and not as accepted. It doesn't mean that you aren't going to be accepted. It just means you're not going to be as as accepted. Yeah, there's sure. a story of uh, Wilt Chamberlain, uh, great, you know, great basketball player. I immediately got Will and Heather's attention as soon as I said basketball. <laughs> he did. It's so crazy. <laughs> you weren't in here, but I, both of them looking down, doing their own thing. I say, Wilt Chamberlain, basketball, they peep up. <laughs> They're like, tell me more. Mark's talking about basketball is one anything. of these things. Like, I'm, I'm, very, I'm interested. I'm, interested. Here for it. I'm here you for it. You say anything. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain, obviously crazy basketball player. He has one of the highest scoring games ever. Uh, he might be have the highest scoring game ever, right? It's the GOAT. It's un, it's, it was un, I don't want to say undocumented. It was, it, you know, it wasn't shown on TV. So they're like, how do we actually prove it? But like in a barn, basically had over a hundred point game. Okay. Well, Wilt Chamberlain, crazy good basketball player, not a great free throw shooter. It's actually kind of interesting. He's had low stats all, all, uh, all his life of like, he, he's like a 50% free throw shooter. If that, 
Well, it's crazy as Wilt Chamberlain for two seasons jumped up to 80% in his free throws. What? How did he do that? Just like two seasons randomly jumped up to 80% from 50%. How do you do that? Well, it's crazy because he had this coach that was showing Wilt Chamberlain, tall guy, just never been able to shoot good free throws. His coach said, you should start shooting free throws underhand. Yeah. (laughs) So so what he does is, I think it's the 61-62 season, he says, okay, I'm going to shoot underhand. Immediately gets so much better. (laughs) And then after the 62 season, he he goes back to um, shooting them kind of overhand. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? That's a great question. In fact, Malcolm Gladwell kind of writes about it. Um, where he talks about just people started making fun of him mm-hmm. and they started, you know, saying, you know, like he looks like really dumb shooting those underhand. And honestly, he couldn't deal with the ridicule, even though it made him better, mm-hmm. couldn't deal with the ridicule and went back to overhand and played worse, which you'd be like, no, I do anything to have higher stats. I do anything. You are, you are probably better when you are standing out, but it, you're, you're going to get more ridicule for it because it's different. Hmm. Even though... It yeah. makes you a better you, even though it's more helpful for those around you, even though you see something that maybe other people don't and you're actually solving a problem, it, it doesn't necessarily matter. Um, and our goal for you is not to shoot, you know, go back to shooting overhand. Our goal for you is, is to stay in your lane, to keep doing the thing that you feel like you've been called to do, whether that looks different or not. So uh, here's my question. When, how, why? Should we stand out? I know that this is not a – this is a general question. This yeah. isn't – you know, there are always going to be specifics. Yeah. Uh, and there are going to be times where, honestly, you're not hurting anybody if you conform. There are going to be times, though, that you're disobeying God when you do. <laughs> so, totally. you know, fill me in on that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it totally – for me, it always – in most things – comes back to like, what are your motives for fitting in or for standing out? Um, Because here's what I know. Anytime that we kind of change who we are or our morals or what we believe to fit in or to stand out, we know, right? We can feel that like I am like contorting myself to be a part of this group of people or to be a part of, you know, this community. And it's just not true to who you are. It's not true to who God created you to be. Um, and you know, with the motives, like I think of all the times that I've made a conscious effort to stand out and it's almost always so that I can get the praise and so that I can get the attention and it might feel really good in the moment, but it always after is just like, ah, that wasn't right. Like, I don't know that my intentions or my motive or my heart in that was in the right place. And that's, that's not a good feeling. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of like the analogy just of like, who or what are you shining your light on? And I, you know, there are people sometimes, especially as Christians who think it is bad to stand out, right. Or, you know, to, to grow and lead disciples, I have to be a certain type of way or look a certain type of way or do it in this certain type of way. And I just don't think that that's true. You know, I think that you know, the, the fact is that just God designed you so intentionally and he gave you those skills that you have and the character that you have so that you can use them in a healthy and honoring way. And I think sometimes, you know, we just feel like, well, if it doesn't look like this conventional way of doing it, then I'm just not going to share my story. I'm not going to meet with this person or I'm not going to, you know, step out and take a leap of faith to tell my story in a different way, you know, and, and, you know, young adults has been such a good tool for me to be able to do that. 
but I, I do just know that, you know, especially as young adults, we, we sometimes limit God in that way as Christ followers, because we just feel like, but you know, I, it doesn't look a certain way. So, you know, just to circle it back, like when and how and why should we stand out? I think it always should start with your motive, um, and just be so true to the way that God designed you. Yeah. Okay. So the, we're talking about standing out. And being weird. Well, I'm talking about being weird. You guys aren't. You guys are talking about stuff that's helpful. But the, I don't know if you ever saw, you guys saw that video of like Jesus at 30,000 feet. Like those people, like the flying, like they're flying on a plane. Like it's a regular airplane and this like group of people just start doing worship songs. Yeah, I did see that. Oh, yes. And yes. <laughs> I think, yes. I think that there's like a, there's that balance there. I'm like, are they standing out? Absolutely. Are they making a ton of enemies? Yeah. yeah like, and I'm not saying that you're not going to like rub people the wrong way when you do stand out. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that that will never happen. Um, but I think it goes back to the motives. I think yeah. it goes back to what are you trying to accomplish? Like, what is it? What is the purpose of your life? What is a goal. Yes. Uh, there are ways to stand out that do that 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 don't alienate other people. Yep. That don't uh, um, make everybody around you uncomfortable. Or um, you know, when I th- when I think of ways like that, I think of like okay, in your character. You know, if everybody in the office is doing this, you're. You're going the opposite direction um, in, in the way that you love. Like there, there are things that you can do to stand out and it doesn't have to be in the church. I think mm-hmm. I think we mm-hmm. have a lot of pastors. I think we have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, leaders in the church that work at churches and stuff. But I think, you know, when it comes to your career, you know, being at a bank, being a, a social worker, being at uh, a doctor, a nurse, whatever, whatever your field is, teacher, uh, you have a way to, you know, shed light and to stand out in that space that'll make a bigger impact than Maybe some of the people with inside these church walls do. Mm. Um, and so I, I think, you know, when when do you stand out? Man, I, I think you I think there's a way to do it when you're when you're walking in Christ, you have this light inside of you to to walk into the darkness and uh and, and, and to and to you know, they know you're my disciples by the way you love one another, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think I think that is uh, a way you stand out all the time. Um, but then also just, you know, what what is my purpose? What am I trying to accomplish here? Um, I think that's an important question to ask when you're when you're yeah. walking through it. Yeah, I, th- I think you can. Uh, <laughs> it's so it's okay to get what you want. You just can't stop others from getting what they want. Anytime yeah. that you push an agenda, hijack a room, and <laughs> you know promote you know promote yourself or um, you know your expression, I, I don't know if that's helpful. You know, I don't know if Jesus hijacked too many rooms and yeah. <laughs> took over, pushed his agenda. Right. For the most part, everything he did was an invitation. Yeah. So when I think of standing out, yes, as long as it doesn't hurt other people from being able to do what they want to do. Because I'm like, everything that you can stand out in would be an invitation for you to join or to tag along or to also stand out. Um, you know, it's interesting. The other, the other caveat I would say here is when is it okay to stand out mm-hmm. is when you know the system. When, yeah. you, when you know the system, when you've done the conventional wisdom way, when you put in the work, then you can tweak the system. Then you can have post-conventional wisdom. It's so many times people who have never been to church or, you know, aren't invested into a church community have a lot of comments about church. And I'm like, okay, uh, what did Jesus do? He tweaked Judaism from within. Uh 
He didn't say, well, because I don't even know if I'd call myself a Christian or I don't know if I'd call myself, you know, uh, you guys, because I don't know if I agree with everything you guys do. No, he's like, hey, I totally, Judaism is my thing, right? (laughs) But I'm also tweaking it from the inside and I memorize the Torah. And I have all these things that I've, you know, put in work on. And now there's some credibility behind what he has to say. People Mm -hmm. now want to listen rather than just having a a hot take or an opinion. (laughs) It's like, that's what mattered. But I also think that there's a piece of us that no matter what we're doing, it it always is going to feel like we're just disqualified. Like there's always something that disqualifies us, right? So when, how, why should we stand out? You know, one of the things I think is anytime that you start to feel a little imposter syndrome, Mm -hmm. um, that's a great thing to look at and to lean in on saying that that's probably not Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the stories I think about in scripture is Moses, right? Moses is this unique guy who was raised in the Egyptian household, but is also an Israelite. Mm-hmm. So, right, he, he's, he, here's, what he, here's what he was. He was both. Right. But to him, he's neither. <laughs> right? So even like one day, you know, Egyptian is whipping and beating an Israelite. Moses, for the first time, is like, I'm stepping in. He accidentally killed an Egyptian. Okay? And then even, you know, you'd think at that point, the Israelites are like, dude, you're one of us, even though you're living and growing up in the Egyptian household. But it's funny because right after that, you know, the Israelites come mm-hmm. up to him and I'm like, what, are you going to kill me too? Mm. Like, like just, he's unaccepted by both tribes now. So he flees to the desert 40 years. God comes after him is like, hey, I want you to free your people. And he's like, my people, <laughs> like I'm, ne- I'm neither. And God's like, no, you're both. And he's, you know, even when God is like, I want you to talk to Pharaoh. He's like, why me? And here's what's interesting because for any other normal person, Maybe like, Moses, you are the best person to talk to both. You grew up with Pharaoh. You grew mm-hmm. up in that like community. You speak the language. You know the people. You know the customs. And you are also an Israelite. You actually are both. But Jesus doesn't reason with him. He's just like, hey, I'll be with you. That's all you need to know is I'll yeah. be with you. For so many of us right now, we look at this and we think to ourselves, we're like, I don't I don't know, like, do my qualifications lead me to a spot where I'm able to stand out and this is going to be effective? Who cares? God's going to be with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My guess is your qualifications uh, don't matter or they probably do point to you being able to do something, right? Because uh, no, and, and no one needs the qualifications for you to be able to stand out in the way that you feel like God's making you. Yeah. But um, it's just an interesting philosophy of a lot of times we discredit ourselves in a way to stand out rather than... Um, you know, rather than having the confidence of just knowing that God's going to be with us. Um, but okay. My other question though, let's go the opposite route. Is it just, is it okay to fit in? Is that ever okay? Like, I know that we're like, okay, we we should stand out. We should be different, but you know, not too different. Will right? (laughs) You know, uh, I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Right? So I'm like, I'm like, too weird. Is it right? Yeah. There's a line. It's not you. That's not you. There's a line. Okay. But I'm like, is it also okay to fit in? Like, I, because totally. some of us are like, I don't know, maybe I just naturally fit that mold. <laughs> totally. Like, or, or it's like, hey, I know, I know, I know that I want to be different, uh, or I know that I have an area to stand out, but for right now, I'm gonna fit in. What does that look like? Totally. What do you think? Do you think yeah. that's okay. 
Yeah, I do too. I mean, I think it's the same thing as the last question. And, you know, there's some settings and some setting or seasons where we do have room to grow and we, we can learn before we even think about standing out um, in that certain area. And I think that's okay. I think that's, I mean, we've all had to start somewhere in our faith journey. We've all had to start somewhere in our careers and our relationships. I mean, it's just, it's, it's life. It's a rule of life, you know? And so um, John, it's exactly what you were talking about with the credibility, you know, when you fit in and you learn and you grow, eventually you will be able to stand out and you'll help others who are kind of at the beginning, you know, of that, of that journey, if we're taking it kind of the, the, the faith route, which I think we, we largely are in this conversation and basketball. And yeah. basketball yeah. True. Some of us are just born with more natural talent. Like it just is <laughs> what it is. I couldn't agree more, Heather <laughs> and Will. I couldn't agree more. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, what I, I, I love what you were saying, John, just about credibility and, you know, for me, it's just like the closer you get to Jesus and the more that you are in scripture and the more that you are in community, like the more credibility you'll build and um, <clears throat> not credibility in terms of other people like viewing you as as credible. It's just the closeness that you get in your relationship. And there's no better credibility than that, you know, it's like lived experience. And so um, imposter syndrome, I think, shows up a lot in my life. I think a lot in the life of most young adults because we're all so new to this thing (laughs) and we want to be good and we want to be in the right place. And we have this pressure that we put on ourselves to feel like, I hope I'm doing the right thing or I'm in the right space. Um, And I think that just robs us of so much joy and of so much growth that, that God has for us in this season and in this, you know, setting that we're in. Um, and I think we, we get hung up a lot on like qualifications and if I'm qualified to do something, but early on in my faith journey, I actually at North point, I can't remember who said it, but, um, somebody said that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And that's kind of like a churchy, you know, like (laughs) it probably was maybe Mark Batterson. (laughs) I don't know. No, I don't think it was me. I don't think it was me. That's too funny. Um, and I know that that's like a super churchy thing and like, you know, how do you know if you feel called? Like that's a whole other conversation, but the point is, is that God is near, you know? And I think that's really the the most important thing. And whether you're fitting in or you're standing out, the point is if God is near, then man, like you're, I think, I think you're in a pretty good spot. Yeah. uh, So I think before this conversation, I probably would have been like, is it okay just to fit in? No, but like my thought process has kind of shifted in the sense of like, yeah, it is necessary to fit in and look into my life. And I'm like, I have, I have a group of people that I'm really connected with and that we, I fit in with those people. And I, we've talked about community and we talked about the importance of relationship, but I think if you have those, that, that community and that relationship of people that you guys just gel and you Mm -hmm. guys just get it, you can be yourselves. There's authenticity there. There's life giving there, you know, there's, and then when you go into these spaces where maybe you don't fit in, you have an opportunity to stand out. Uh, so I think that, you know, but it it isn't until I, like, I have that, like if I'm constantly feeling like I'm on an Island everywhere I go, it makes it really hard to want to stand out. Uh, because I'm like, I, need community i'm thirsty for this you know i'm i'm willing to do whatever it takes to get this so if that if that means i crack the inappropriate joke or i go to the places i'm not supposed to go or i'm i'm hanging out with people i'm not supposed to hang out with or whatever uh but but 
I don't feel the urge to do that when I have my community and my people that I do fit in with. Right. Um, so I think it, I think it is okay uh, to to fit in, but if you're going to do it, be intentional with who you're fitting in with. Um, I think that is the key to it. Um, and like, do the people that I'm fitting in with challenge me to be better do they do they uh represent the qualities that i want to represent and you know i I surround myself with good fathers like i see i see people in my life that are just good parents the good parents to me or good parents to their kids and it makes me want to be better i'm like oh i want to fit in with that crowd um you know good follow christ followers uh readers uh husbands whatever that space is uh i'm looking to be intentional with trying to fit in with those guys um and so Yes, to answer the question. Yes, I think it is okay just to fit in. Just, you know, be intentional with who you're fitting in with. I think that's great. Is it, it, yeah, is it okay to fit in? Absolutely, but not forever. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I love even what, you know, I... I kind of was thinking a different way, but I like Will. I like your approach better where it's like, do I fit it? Yeah, but there's going to be a season where you learn the rules and you better, and then you're going to stand out for the rest of your life. You know, mm-hmm. I like Will's where it's like, it doesn't have to be that black and white. There's gray, mm-hmm. right? It's like, hey, I'm going to have pockets of time where I go, I refuel, I re-energize. Because I think about Jesus. Yep. Jesus had 12 disciples. Mm-hmm. That was his crew. Like that was the people where it's like, okay, like th- this is probably where I I grow, I develop, I I recharge. Jesus even went away for 40 days in different places and like he was alone a lot, um, but he had a secure group, but then he stood out everywhere else that everywhere he went. Else, yep. He just needed that, those moments to be like, hey, I'm, I'm human, I'm growing, I need that. Um, it, it, the other thing too is um, – <laughs> Yes, you need to fit in for a while because when you stand out, you'll be tested. Mm. You know, um, there's actually because people want you people want you to fit in, but they don't. People want you to stand out, but they don't. It's so interesting and hard to even explain. But it's the nail the nail that stands out gets hit, right? Yeah, the exactly, exactly. That's hammer. exactly it. You're on yep. the front lines. Yep. Okay, standing out isn't bad unless it's fake. Yep. So there, there's even this thing like Instagram's coming out with it because there's this app called uh, Be Real. You guys ever heard of this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. My sister was telling me about that. I don't know yeah. what it is fully. But yeah. Like- well, basi- basically it's like, uh, you know, people all the time are like, oh, on this amazing vacation or, you know, oh, I'm here or I'm with so-and-so. And there's this uh, Be Real button that you can send them. And within two minutes, they have to take a photo. And the photo is front-facing selfie and regular facing camera like the other way so basically gets like almost a 360 degree view of where you're at so are you who you say you are are you where you're at like where you say you're at and are you with who you said you were with (laughs) like within two minutes you got to prove it and there would be nothing worse than not being able to prove it (laughs) you know what i mean where it's like no i am the real and you're Totally not. I'm on the beach right now. No, yeah. you're watching Netflix. Totally not, right? <laughs> but it's the same thing for our life, right? It's not just physically where you're at. It's also emotionally and mentally and character-wise. Like there's so many other aspects of that um, that are going to be challenged and going to be tested. And for some of us, let's just be honest. We don't have the discipline. We don't have the character to sustain us in those moments. <laughs> so it's like I don't know if now is the best time for me to um, stand up and stand out. Now, do I believe God's totally going to give you the tools to be able to do that? Absolutely. But there are going to be other areas where it's like, okay, let me do all that I can do first. You know, to grow, to develop, to, um, you know, uh, flex some disciplines and some muscles in this area. Uh, So it's interesting. But uh, so leading into that, what so what does it take to stand out? What does it take when you're like, okay, I think 
I think my, my, my motives might be right. Okay. I think that I've had enough conventional wisdom. I think I've had enough, uh, you know, I, I, enough, um, you know, opportunity with the right group to develop and strengthen those muscles. And I am ready. I'm ready to step up in an area that I feel like God's, you know, wants me to. So what does it take to stand, stand out? Yeah. So what does it take to stand out? It's, uh, the, the, I think a willingness to break rules. Um, and then, so when I look at Jesus, he's always, you know, there is a, there is a rule breaking there, a cultural (laughs) of cultural norms, uh, not just, not just to break rules. Like kind of what Heather was talking about, like, like your motives behind it. But, Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's that willingness to kind of step outside the color, outside the lines a little bit. Have you, have you guys heard the Simon Sinek talk about his free bagels? Yeah. Love that story. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll say it for uh, those in the room that have not heard that. Uh, so, <laughs> so, and I actually have it here too, so I can I can just read it. So look at that. Uh, but he says that there were some free bagels they had at a picnic table set up. On one side, there was a group of volunteers. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase this. This is way too long. But uh, <laughs> there's there's a there's a whole bunch of bagels in there, and he says to his friend, "Hey, look, there, there's a bagel. Let's get a bagel." And the friend is like, "No, there's a there's a long line there." And the, <laughs> the guy's like, "No." God, it's a free bagel. Like we, we don't, you know, and the guy's like, no, I don't want to wait in line. And he kept on pushing. I was like, no free bagel. And the guy there's, it's too long. And he's like, there's two types of people here. Mm-hmm. One that realizes like sees what they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Free bagel. The thing, yeah. Yeah. And then the other guy is, uh, the other person is there's rules. What, the, what's in the way of what I want, the obstacle mm-hmm. that is there. Uh, there's two types of ways to see the world there. And so um, he's like, the one guy that wants the bagel is like, no, I can, I don't. I don't have to wait in line. I'm just gonna cut in line. I'm just gonna grab a bagel and, <laughs> and go do this. And he says, and exactly what Mark said earlier is, uh, you you can get you. We can do it your way. You can break the rules. You just can't get in the way of someone else getting what they want. Mm-hmm. And I think in order to stand out, I think you're gonna have to be a little bit of a rule breaker, mm-hmm. um, but also count the cost too. You're mm-hmm. gonna have to see like he didn't. He wasn't able to choose the bagel that he was able to get. He was like, oh, I'm just gonna reach in and grab a bagel. Grab a bagel. And so he kind of sacrificed choices in there but when you stand out especially if you're doing it for christ and you do this stuff you're gonna have to count the cows like in scripture it says they hate they hated they're they're gonna hate you they hated me right like (laughs) you're going to have problems in this world because that's how they treated me Mm -hmm. and so i think knowing that um is is important in order to uh to stand out but uh, what does it take? What does it take to fit in? I think I talked about earlier, just being intentional with the people that you have that you're around. Mm-hmm. Um, you humble yourself in order to do that too. I think that I think that's a big part of uh, fitting in when you have the right people around you too. Yeah, and I like kind of what you said. Uh, just to clarify, like when it comes to Jesus, did he break rules? Yes, but he also fulfilled the law. So yes, he, yes, he yes. operated. He operated within the system. Uh, so it's interesting. He broke the rules of the religious elite, correct? Which weren't the laws. Like you know. So it's like for him, he's like, I'm operating under the Ten Commandments. I'm not operating under the six hundred commandments that the <laughs> Pharisees have set. Right. For, you know, not healing on the Sabbath and different things like that. So it's very fascinating. You got to understand again. You understand what your, you know, what rules are, you know, man made and what aren't. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the big thing for me when, you know, the question of like, what does it take in you to stand out? I think, you know, sometimes you might hear this conversation and think like, okay, so I'll be able to stand out. I'll know I'll be able to stand out when it feels comfortable. And I don't think that's true. Um, I think there's so many times that we can kind of (laughs) self-sabotage and be like, well, this feels really uncomfortable or this or this feels really hard so maybe it's not the right thing for me or maybe it's not the right time um 
And while sometimes maybe, yeah, but I just think that we can just self-sabotage in those moments because it doesn't feel comfortable and it doesn't feel, you know, like the best thing in the moment. But that is when you grow. And we talk about that a lot on this podcast too. Um, And I, you know, just look back as, you know, the past, gosh, I don't know, like five years um, when I first started coming to North Point, when I first started coming to young adults to where I am now, it's just like there's been so much discomfort along the way, but there's been so much growth. And it's almost like parallel when there was the most discomfort the season after that was the biggest season of growth for me. So um, I don't want you know somebody to listen to this podcast and just be like, OK, well, I'll know when it feels right, because that might never come. <laughs> um, and if you're anything like me where you love to sit in that spot of comfort and you love to just feel that contentment of wherever you are. Um, I would just challenge you that that maybe you are ready for that season of growth or that season to to stand out. And if you're just waiting for the moment to come, um, it might not. What? Nothing. I was great. I love oh. it. I, I was great. I, Fire. Keep showing up. Keep saying yes. Uh, Heather, I remember. <laughs> I don't even think you'll remember. But Uh-oh. you like hit hit us up on Instagram or something like that. I would have never done that. No, 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 no. I can show the message. Maybe you just text me. I don't. I, I probably don't, text you. I don't remember, but I remember like you contacting and you're just like, when's the time of this? I'm thinking oh, about yeah, showing yeah. up. And I'm like, yes, I'd love it. And I literally was thinking to myself, I'm like, I really hope like, I just, I really hope she connects in this group. Like, I really hope this would be great. Like, just because Heather was always this cool basketball player. Um, you know, it's true. It's true. You know, I was just like, I, you know, and and for me, I'm like, I don't relate that much. Um, you know, so it's just, I'm not, you know, not an athlete. Will hangs out with the athletes. I don't. So I'm like, I peaked early in life. That's what he said. But yeah, I'm like, I really hope that, uh, you know, I really hope he shows. And it's so cool to, to see that happen and, and to see that, um, you know, see the growth there, but, uh, you know, what, what does it take to fit in? What does it take to stand out? Um, you know, one of the things I like, and I like this word, it's this word like chutzpah. Uh, it's basically, it's like reckless abandon for the mission. Mm. It's like, okay, I'm going to shed everything that sideways energy to put every ounce of my ambition and passion and energy toward this mission, not Mm. my mission Mm. Mm -hmm. toward a mission that I feel like God's given me. Um, and I think that is so important. You have to have that energy. You have to have that drive. You have to, you have to be standing out for something bigger than you. Mm-hmm. Can't be your agenda. You know, what does it take to fit in, stand out? To have a mission, to <laughs> yeah. have something break your heart, yeah. right. to have vision, to have something that is propelling you for, further than just your, yourself and your own recognition. That's what I think. And that's that word. That's the chutzpah. Right. And for some of us, I know that we stand out here and maybe at the end of this podcast, you're like, I am too small to make a difference. Mm. And I'll leave you with this. If you think you're too small to make a difference, try sleeping with a mosquito. Okay. (laughs) It's like, it doesn't matter how big you are. Uh, You make an impact. You make a difference. Uh, God's going to give you the chutzpah and he's going to give you the mission and the vision and the clarity to be able to move on that. But God can't work within you if you ain't moving your feet, okay? So you mm-hmm. got to go. And sometimes you're not going to know everything that's in your direction. You just got to start moving and he'll uh, he'll create that path. He'll direct your steps, mm-hmm. right? Uh, at the same time, it can't be for your glory. It can't be for your yeah. agenda, okay? It's got to be for his. And I believe he'll give you that mission, that vision. If you don't have that, 
man, I just encourage you, stop what you're doing right now and pray for that. Mm -hmm. And I believe uh, throughout this week, throughout this month, he's going to give you a direction to start moving in and a way for you to start standing out or just a way for you to start learning and growing in to be able to one day uh, step out in that. But uh, I know we've all experienced times of that. I know we've all... um, Dealt with the imposter syndrome, still do, and I know, uh, I know that you know it, it's always a bumpy road. But having the right community around you, ah, so so helpful. Yep. So uh, again, we can if tell you- people just to fast forward to that last little bit of what you said. That's right. that's, that's the podcast right there. Right. The last two minutes and thirty seconds. Well, here's the deal: you can have your own podcast. All you got to do is hit us up on. <laughs> What is the point at northpointchurch.tv? And Will, hit us with the DMs. Northpointmo.ya. I love it. I love it. Okay. You can always hit us up there. We'd love to answer your question. Heck, we'll make a whole podcast out of it. (laughs) Because we like you that much. Boom. All right. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.